What's up everyone? Good morning and welcome to our online Sunday morning Water's Edge worship experience. Thank you so very much for tuning in, hanging out with us today. For those of you that continue to like and share these online digital worship experiences with your circle of influence, I always say this, but thank you so very much for do that. Continue to do that. We have people tuning in from all over the place and we hope it's very helpful to their heart, to their faith, and to their everyday life. Also, for those of you that continue to worship with us online through giving and generosity, maybe by meeting our new $10 challenge, thank you so very much for doing that. Continue to do that. You allow us to shelter more people, feed more people, help more people, love more people, and serve more people. You allow us to make the love of God visible to our community in our city. Today we begin a brand new real life very helpful and exciting practical holiday series and let me just say this no one wants to be negative. No one wants to always feel defeated. No one wants to constantly feel overwhelmingly sad all the time. What we all want is to feel like our life has stumbled into something new and to something beautiful. What we want is to feel like our life is a part of something bigger bigger than ourselves, bigger than our own life. What we all really want is something that brings us joy. We all really want joy. No one wants to feel like their heart is old. No one wants to feel like their heart is hard like stone. No one wants to feel like their heart is giving up. Everyone wants this in their life. Everyone wants to feel and experience and know joy. And so in this new series, as we approach Christmas time and the holiday season, this series is about this. In this series, I simply want to introduce you to joy. I want to introduce you to real joy and how you can have real joy in your life. Now, there's going to be some things that you have to apply to your life. There's going to be some things that you have to do. And so this is just an introduction, but this is an introduction for all of us to real and lasting joy. The purpose of this study is to introduce us to what it takes to get it and how we can grab it and how we can hold on to it in our own life, deep in our soul, deep in our emotions, deep in our heart, deep in our faith, deep in our endurance, joy, real lasting joy. How life-changing would that be? It's actually not good. It's actually bad. And it's very, very easy to always be negative. It's very easy to be suspicious of other people. It's very, very easy to be hooked on these emotional patterns of sadness. It's very, very easy and it's actually bad and lazy to always question the motives of everything and everyone around you. This is not the way we're supposed to feel about life. This is not the way life is supposed to make us feel. And this is not what God wants for us. On the other hand, this is what God wants for us. He wants us to have joy. That's what God wants us to have. Now, it's important to understand something today, and this is what it is, and remember this and notice this today. Happiness is the opposite of sadness, but joy is not the opposite of anything. Joy stands on its own. Let me say that again. Happiness and sadness are on the opposite sides of each other. Sadness is the opposite of happiness. Happiness is the opposite of sadness, but joy has no opposite. Joy just stands on its own, which means we can still have joy even when we're sad. We can still have joy even when we're discouraged. We can still have joy even when we're confused. And you and I can still have real joy even when our heart is in pain. Happiness cannot coexist with loss, but joy can. Happiness cannot coexist with heartache. It cannot coexist with pain, but joy can. Happiness cannot coexist with discouragement and desperation, but joy can. And so the question is, what is it? What is real? Real and lasting joy. 
Notice this today. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them, Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy for all people. Luke chapter 2, verses 9 through 10. Good news that will bring you great joy for all people. All people. This was the Christmas announcements of the birth of Jesus. God sent his son, Jesus Christ, because he wants all people to have joy. He wants all people to have real joy. And so because of all that, remember this today. And if you're still with me, Sam's still with you. And notice this. Joy does not avoid or deny the pain that we experience in this life. True joy embraces it all. True joy embraces the victories and the defeats. Because when you have joy, it causes you to look at life in a completely different way and this is what I mean and notice this today when you have joy this is why you look at life in a completely different way remember this true joy is when you can wake up every day and understand that something new something beautiful and something amazing can happen in your everyday routine life that's when you have joy when you finally realize when your eyes are finally open that every single day in your everyday routine, sometimes boring, monotonous life, that every single day something, amusing, something amazing and beautiful can happen. The question is, what is this new thing that can happen in my everyday routine life that can cause my heart and my soul and my emotions to have this real, lasting, constant, unshakable joy, real joy in my spirit? They were terrified, but the angel reassured them, don't be afraid he said I bring you good news it'll bring great joy for all people so there's this new thing that can happen every single day of your life even when life is crashing down on you and even when your life doesn't make sense now joy is about this it's not about going back and trying to relive how things used to be. Sometimes we think, I would just have joy and I would just have joy again in my life if my faith was like it used to be, if my, if my strength was like it used to be, if my battle against this weakness is like, was like it used to be, if my prayer life, if my worship life, if my relationships, it was like what it used to be, then I would finally reclaim joy in my life. But that's not true and this is why I notice this today. Because reliving the past will usually rob you of experiencing something new and different right now here today and God wants you to know and experience something new right now here today I was listening to an interview the other day about this Arizona man who was describing this very scary and mysterious thing that happened to him one day he was in his local library he lived in Flagstaff Arizona in fact I have some friends who live there that I went to high school with and they moved there after high school but this man lived in Flagstaff Arizona and one day he was in the public library and he got a random text message from a Georgia telephone number that he didn't know and all the text message was was a random picture of a rabbit with some pancakes on its head he thought it was kind of funny and random so he found a random picture he sent it back and they did this for several weeks not talking not having dialogue just sending back random funny pictures of this person that he didn't even know and so after after a few weeks he got another text message another random picture and it was the picture of a hand someone's hand holding some fireworks and this time it, it kind of spooked him because he could see that this was a real person and maybe they were getting a little bit more personal. They had never sent any type of picture personal before, but this was a picture of their hand holding some fireworks. And so he didn't really respond. They texted back a few more random things, and so he finally did too. And then all of a sudden one day, a few weeks later, he gets this picture, this random picture, and it's a picture 
of the Georgia state line on the sign that says Georgia State and it was leaving Georgia. He thought, well, maybe this person's going on a road trip and they're just joking around with me. After that, he got another random picture several hours later that he was entering Alabama, leaving Alabama. And this kept happening. He would get another picture entering Mississippi, leaving Mississippi. He would get another picture of the road sign entering Louisiana, leaving Louisiana, entering Texas, entering New Mexico, leaving New Mexico. And so now he's starting to see that if this person is on a road trip, they're sending him pictures of every state sign as they get closer and closer and closer to Arizona the state where he lives. So now he's kind of freaking out. And then all of a sudden, he gets another picture. And it's a picture of the Arizona state sign as someone enters into Arizona state. So now he's really nervous. They're in my state. So he's thinking, they don't know where I live. They don't know my hometown. They don't know any of that. And then he finally gets another random picture, and this is what it is. It's a picture of the sign saying, entering Flagstaff, Arizona, the very town that he lived in. This person was getting closer and closer and closer to him until they ended up in his hometown. And it freaked him out so much that he just stopped responding. He didn't know what their motives were. He didn't know what they wanted. All he knew was they, they kept getting closer to him and closer to him. And they kept giving him little signs that they were pursuing him and getting closer and closer and closer. Well, when he stopped responding to that last picture that said that they had entered into his hometown... He never heard from them again, and he never got another text message from them. And I started thinking about that story. Whoever this was sending these random text messages, they were trying to get this person's attention and let this man know in Arizona, we're coming to where you are, and we're getting closer and closer and closer, and we're trying to communicate with you, and we're getting closer to where you are. And it reminded me of how Jesus pursues us sometimes and how God works in our life. God loves us, and Christ has this intense passion to pursue us in this life. And yes, sometimes it's hard to understand, and sometimes it's mysterious, but Jesus has this fever and this passion inside of him, and that passion is to be close to me, and that passion is to be close to you. It's to be intimate with me and personal with me and intimate with you and personal with you so he can give us good gifts in this world like life change peace hope and joy the reason why Jesus has this passion to pursue you and I to be the hound of heaven by his spirit to always come after us with his love and get closer and closer and closer and to speak to us and to let us know that he wants us to get close to him is because he wants to give us hope love peace and joy but many times you and I just dabble in our walk with God and when it feels like God is getting closer to us many times we stop responding and we push away there comes a time when God wants to have more of you more of your heart and joy is when you stop resisting and you stop forcing God away there comes a time when God wants more of your thoughts more of your thinking more of your faith more of your love more of your commitment and more of your service and this is joy for us all we have to do is stop pushing God away and open up and let him work in our life. Jesus looks at our life and he sees us in our search for love. He sees us in our search for peace. He sees us in our search for hope and he sees us in our search for significance, purpose because that gives us joy and he came to be with us. Jesus put on flesh and he came here born in the flesh so he could draw close to you and I so he could love us and be personal with us this is a story of joy and this is a story that's all about you and it's all about God being personal with you 
I bring you great news that'll be great joy for all people. What is this great joy? It's the fact that we have a personal God that loves us more than anything and His greatest desire is to be intimate and personal with you and I so He can transform our life, give us strength, and give us great joy. Now, after all that, I want us to think about two questions. The first question is this, if you're still with me, Sam's still with you. What area of your life have you closed off to Christ because it feels too personal for you right now? I found this to be true in most people's lives. I know this is true in my life. Whenever I know that God is dealing with me about something that needs to change in my life, and there's nothing wrong with that. So many people run away from that. We should embrace that. So many people think that that's a guilt trip. That's not a guilt trip when God is pushing you to work on something that you need to change in your life because there's always hope that it's going to change. That's called conviction. And whenever God is dealing with me about something that needs to change in my life, whether it's an outlook, a weakness, a habit, a pattern, a thought pattern, an excuse, whatever it is, something that I'm holding on to so many times. I found this to be true about myself and other people. We find that that's a little bit too personal and we start thinking of excuses as to why we can't get free of whatever we need to get free of and why we can't change what we know we need to change and what God wants us to change. And so we start pushing God away and backing away from God because he keeps sending us text messages. I'm getting closer and closer to your hometown. I'm getting closer and closer to your state. I'm getting closer and closer to your heart. I'm getting closer and closer to your life because I want to work in your life and transform your life to give you peace and joy. So many times we try to find reasons to justify, to hold on to those things that we're not ready to let go of. So if you find that Jesus is working on you in your life right now, trying to convince you that these are things that need to change, don't push God away. Don't ignore God. Open up. Receive that. And that's nothing that you will ever regret in your life because that always gives you freedom, peace, and what we all crave, joy. The second question is this. You've had victory through Jesus before in other areas of your life. Could you do it again? Listen, you defeated this battle before. Why can't you defeat this battle again? You defeated that weakness before. Why can't you do it again? You defeated that storm, that giant, that habit, that discouragement, that feeling before. Why can't you do it again? I've done it before. I can do it again. I've overcome before. I've prayed through before. I've been free before. I've made a difference with my love before. I've served others in humility before. I've defeated this storm before. And my Heavenly Father thinks I could do it again. There's nothing more. More personal than that. So during this season of your life, in what ways do you recognize and know that God has been trying to get close to you? How has God been trying to show you that he wants to be more intimate with you and more personal with you so he can change those patterns in your life that absolutely need to change so he can set you free for peace and joy? How has God been trying to speak to you and mold you and transform you when you receive it? That is joy. And so this is the new this is the amazing thing. This is the beautiful thing that can happen every single day in your everyday routine life that many times we explain this way. My life is so boring. I would love to have some significance. 
I would love to find some purpose. Life is so exhausting and heavy. How can I have joy that even when life is breaking down, it can still coexist with my pain? How can I have joy even when life is breaking down, it can still coexist with my sadness? How can I have joy even when life is breaking down, it can still coexist with my confusion and my heartache? How can I have real joy? What is this new and beautiful thing that can happen every single day in my everyday routine life? Well, this is what it is. And remember this today, if you're still with me, Sam's still with you. Every single day of your routine life, there's the potential to experience God's love and help someone else experience God's love. And that is joy. And I know that sounds simple, but I want you to think about this. If you're in a season in your life right now where you're just heartbroken and you don't feel like you have purpose and significance and things feel uncertain and empty and you're looking for something bigger to be a part of, you don't want to be negative. You don't want to be cynical. You don't want to always be suspicious of everything and everyone. You want to live your life with hope and peace and real joy, unshakable joy. Then you have to understand something that every single day is an opportunity to have an experience with the love of God. He keeps trying to let you know that he's trying to get closer to you. But also every single day, there are people around you, starting with your family. And then outside of that, people that you meet every single day. And they need someone to love them in a way that helps them experience the love of God. And that's a very simple thing that can be amazing and beautiful that can happen every single day in your routine life that'll give you joy and a purpose that's bigger than you. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them, don't be afraid, he said, for I bring you good news that'll bring great joy for all people. This has been an introduction to joy part one. Next week, we're gonna talk about part two. But as we leave you today, I want you to understand something. Every single day is an opportunity to experience something amazing and beautiful. And this is what it simply is. You can draw close to God and experience Him loving on you. And then you can help other people see that God loves them. There's no bigger purpose than that. And there's nothing that will give you greater joy than that. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for hanging out. Continue to stay tuned in for an amazing time of worship with the amazing Water's Edge worship team. We love you all. We cannot wait to see you back next week.